T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of the big program is at hand. 301-230-0980. We're talking ball. What is it going to take to get Washington over the hump? The seven-win mark, which has been the ceiling so far under the Ron Rivera era. They're right there. They're, they're not only right there. They have a chance to bust through that ceiling. Four games left, a max of 11 wins. Guerrero picked 10 at the beginning of the year. Russell picked nine. We both picked them to make the playoffs. They're, they're trying to make us look good. Hell, we jinx more people than we, than we prognosticate correctly. But they're on the verge of making a lot of us that had faith in them look good. How do they bust through that ceiling and get that eighth win coming up on Sunday night? Certainly the Giants' pass rush was very effective in game one. Even harassed Jalen Hurts last week. Daniel Jones, effective, running the football on third down, breaking Washington's back multiple times in the first meeting, and he's done it multiple times in the past. It's something they've never figured out. How do they stop that from breaking their back on Sunday night? 301-230-0980. He lives in the shadows of FedEx Field. Let's go to Mark in Landover Hills. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's happening, Pete? What's happening, Chris? Mark, what's going on, pal? Hey, hey, first off, man, I wanted to say, Pete, for your question, I think the most important thing is like we talked about the other day, guys, is, man, they need that offensive line synergy like you, like your question was, Pete. They need that more than anything, and they need offensive unit synergy, and I think they can beat those bums. The other thing was is I really appreciate, I want to tell you, the Rooster taking up for us Skins fans over the years for the last 25 about the guy making the rude comment about his onions, and now we pre- – progressed out to the gavel, so <laughs> I guess man, I mean I, I, I mean listen, if you have a gavel, you can probably squash the onions, right? I mean, that's all there is to it, you know. Just make sure they're not your own, Chris. <laughs> that that is true. That would hurt. Uh that would hurt. I mean there's yeah, I mean there's not much I could say to dispute uh the fact that that would hurt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know. But I appreciate you taking up for us, Chris, because you're right 100% about that, buddy. You know, it's been about 25 at least. And, uh, hey, Pete, make sure you go and have fun, man, you and your son. And I uh, wish you the best, my friend. We, uh, we appreciate you, Mark. You're a good man. You're a good man. Looking forward to it. Looking forward. Like I said, I, w- I was just happy as a pig in slop to be at Maryland UCLA as a fan, watching in the stands, talking basketball with my son all night. I mean, we're just sitting there evaluating about – 
you know, from a coaching standpoint, because he's a coach and, and watching the game and watching what UCLA was doing that was so elite last night and the things that Maryland couldn't do last night. So it's, it's fun to it's fun to sit in the stands once in a while. Did you guys stay the entire game? We went at the under 12 media timeout in the second half. Because obviously, That's both, when you left. yeah, he and I both had to work today. I mean, look, it was a thirty-five point game at that point. It's almost a forty-point game. Yeah, so I had it on until about halfway through the second half. The only thing, the only, the and only I thing that like, disappointed me about going to the game was last night was one of those few times where I could have stayed home and enjoyed it because it was Benetti and Raftery. Right. Uh, even though the game got out of hand, so they really weren't talking, probably having to talk about the game a whole lot. But Benetti and Raftery, I mean, look, Fox getting Benetti away from ESPN is a coup, man. Benetti is a star. He's so good at what he does. And the most humble, unassuming dude you've ever met uh, in your life. And he crushes cerebral palsy, uh, you know, and is one of the best play-by-play guys we have in the entire world uh, right now. So props to Jason Benetti, uh, who's now working with Fox. And he and Bill Raftery, I mean, that's a dream team uh, if you're Fox. Let's go to Clinton. Tony, what's up, Tony? Hey, look, I'm worried about them blocking. I'm worried about them just blocking up just the normal four-man pass rush right Mm -hmm. now, let alone Mm – let alone the blitz packages that's going to be coming at them. I mean, they look really, really bad recently. And, like, those center position um, is what's going to be killer because some of the sacks that they gave up towards the end, they were were people that was just completely unaccounted for. And if you don't think the Giants know that we're confused up front and they're going to be sending, they're going to blitz all night. So unless we can add some type of plays that's going to make them penalize, that's going to penalize them for the aggression, we don't have no traps in our run game. We don't have no no stuff like that in our in our system that I know. But they're going to have to install the type of stuff to make them over pursue and pay. Other than that, we might have some trouble. Tony, appreciate the call. I think it's a perceptive point, even out of the shotgun, even out of the shotgun where they've been running Heineke trap plays. Because when every every time, here's the one thing: every time he's out of the shotgun, you're assuming. It's going to be pass. You know, you're assuming it could be pass probably 60, 65% of the time when you're out of the gun. And if they could run some trap plays out of that where they can trap Lawrence or Ellis on the inside and get a big hole up the middle, you could set yourself up for some pretty nice running plays on the interior. But that's how you have to offset that inside aggressiveness. You get a middle linebacker that picks the wrong hole, and you trap him with a guard coming over that bangs him out of the way, you're talking about a potential gaping hole up the middle. And I would watch for something like that uh, out, of, out of Scott Turner coming up this week, particularly when Robinson is in the game because he's your stronger runner on the interior. You probably want to use Gibson more in zone-type stuff to the outside, let him pick his hole, get to the perimeter. But to me, that's how you counter that interior aggressiveness of Big Blue coming up on Sunday night. I mean, it goes without saying for every game. If they can't run the ball, they're pretty much screwed, right? So the Giants know that. Uh, Leonard Williams is banged up. Don't know how effective he'll be on Sunday night, if he'll definitely play, what have you. The Giants know that they are going to try and establish the run and probably between the tackles. I said this a couple of times on this game. You just said Antonio Gibson, more zone outside. I agree with you. But this offense has not been – this run offense this is something you won't hear on any other show. Just going to say, this run offense has not been the same when they just try and smash it up the middle without any 
creativity. Let's just call it. What I mean by that, you look at Philadelphia, the first half, they were jet motion, running all sorts of motions, eye candy, pit, fake pitch, this, all sorts of action in the backfield. You look at Houston. They struggled to run the ball in the first two series. They finally started running some jet motion. They got the run game going. They ran um, a touchdown to Curtis Samuel on two flip jet motions. You look at Atlanta. Again, they ran a bunch of action in the backfield and got Brian Robinson out on the edges in terms of toss sweeps. He got going downhill and got freedom and space there. Okay? Uh, You look at um, what was their last game against the Giants. Same sort of thing. They were able to get... They were able to crease the middle with a guy like Curtis Samuel in overtime. Why? Because they were not just trying to ram it up the middle the entire game. And because teams, when they when Scott Turner starts cooking with all the jet motion and eye candy and all the distraction stuff, that's when this team is at its best. Or when they try and, again, go wide, it doesn't always work. Not every play is going to work. Remember that. But if they just line up against a team that knows, hey, I mean, they they haven't hid the... We're trying to control time of possession. We're trying to run the ball. We're trying to protect our quarterback. That's the only thing Ron hasn't said. Ron has not. Ron has said, we're trying to do X, Y, and Z, and all of that stuff, so everybody knows. The only thing he hasn't said is, look, we have a limited quarterback. We're trying to protect him. That's the only thing he hasn't said. But everyone knows. San Francisco knows. The Giants know. The Browns know, Dallas knows, whoever their playoff opponent knows, everybody knows what they're trying to do. If everybody knows what they're trying to do, you can't come out and and just expect you're not good enough, especially on the interior, Pete, to just line up and say, we're going to outman you. No, no, no. You're not good enough. You have to do with the smoke and mirrors and the eye candy stuff because that's how they have had success. Then you can go to some of your inside power duo type running, your inside zone, that type of thing. When you, again, for lack of a better term, bleep with them and their eyes and make them think a little bit, oh, wait a second. Wait, wait is the ball go? Wait, wait, is Samuel get? You, you see where I'm getting at? Yeah, sure. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I, it, 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 I'm telling you. The genius of Andy Reid is still, I don't think anybody, I mean, we talk about the top three play uh, content makers in NFL history. Andy Reid's name's going to be in that. What's Andy Reid's genius? He formations mm-hmm. you to death. He motions you to death. He runs a lot of the same plays. He just does it out of different formations and different motions. Why? They want to see how your defense reacts when they do this. Do you pull a person or two people uh, out of the area of the box? Okay. So what happens? I send motion to the right, and then I sneak a running back out of the backfield, out the left over the middle, because you've run two people out of the middle of the field. And I and I get my running back one-on-one with either mm-hmm. a linebacker or nobody. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, it's just little things like that, that the, all those motions and the window dressing that you're describing that Scott is also good at. His dad, look, let's face it. Look what his dad did with Aikman, Emmett, and Michael Irvin. Okay? They did a lot of... You look at a lot of the plays they ran. It was the same same handful of plays that always brought great success mm-hmm. for the Cowboys. But again, a little different window dressing. 
Certainly having elite talent helps uh, in that regard. Can I just counter just that? I think you're absolutely right. But the difference for me, at least if I'm remembering it right, is Larry Allen, Mark Stefanowski, oh, and Nate absolutely. Newton were awesome on the interior, yes. and they were always playing. Right, and and they were at, never hurt. Right, and look at until well, you know late, think, think later in this. their career. Think about this: Norv was able to do it with Hall of Famers at right. a bunch of positions. Right, Scott Turner's being asked to do it with a backup quarterback. Yes, a couple of backup linemen. Yes. And, I mean, and still has this team in contention yes. for a playoff berth. Even on, se- There's a huge even on difference. Sunday night, no matter what Ron told the media yesterday, and I heard it, like, Ron knows Wes Schweitzer's not a natural center. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get a boost from Wes Schweitzer. But is he he's, the better He's better option. than Nick Martin. He, he's, he, he's better than the natural center in Nick Martin. Because this is look, if this that is tells you anything. Because of the elite player that you're dealing with yeah. on the interior here, Martin versus Lawrence is not a great matchup. It's not a great matchup for Wes either, but Wes is, I think, a little more stouter. Correct. If that makes sense. Yes. Because he's a natural guard. Yes. I think he's a little bit more stout. The only thing you're the only thing you're concerned St- with though, not stouter, stout. a lot of Heineke out of the gun. You're worrying about snaps. Yeah. Things of that nature. Well, that the, has to be on point this week. Schweitzer did struggle with that earlier this year. There is no deny, abs- but so did Nick Martin. To be fair, I mean, like they're screwed one way or the other. The the best news that they can get is that Trey Turner hopefully mm-hmm. is as close to healthy as he can be, uh, and maybe even Cosme plays. I, I don't know. Uh, he's he's been out there, but he's limited. Whatever. We'll see. The best news they can get is if Trey Turner can actually be effective, stay on the field yeah. and be effective. Because when he actually got the oil running through the engine, now this was combined with Tyler Larson at center. But when he actually finally got healthy, you know, uh, four or five weeks into the season, whatever it was, six weeks into the season, and started playing well for a couple of games, Pete, it's stable. It wasn't dominant. It wasn't great. But it's it was stabilized. Stable. Yes. It's stable. Right now, they are highly unstable. And you mentioned Dexter Lawrence. I mean, I didn't even mention him because I was kind of focused on Leonard Williams. But Dexter Lawrence is a man-child. Yep. He's going to eat the interior for lunch. That Furthermore reason why they are going to have to, for lack of a better term, bleep with the Giants, with the eye candy, and 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 uh, what, what did you call it? Uh, I call it eye candy. You call it... Um, window dressing. Window dressing. But you know I, what, though? I, I mean, I, but even whatever so, you want to call it by any I name. I don't know how much the window dressing affects the, guy, the interior defensive lineman, but, I mean, if you can... Uh, like I said, all it takes is one or two plays where you trap that guy and you create a big hole in the middle... And it could get you a couple of big games I in the run game. I think it does, though, a little bit, don't you? I, I mean, I mean, if you're even if you're a 315, 320 pound dude, right? Think about it. If you by the time, if, if you just have to hesitate, yeah. For but a by the time second, by the time we're in, by the time we're in that portion of the play, that defensive lineman already knows where he's going to attack by then. So, yeah, you know, the best ones can make a late audible on their own, so to speak. You know, based on all right, all right. If remember, all right, if I know he's going in motion that way. You know, their tendency is the play is going to go that way. So right. I'm going to change up and go that way. But, 
you know, it's all about reading your keys. What does that key represent, if anything? Sometimes it's just a sometimes it's just a false motion. All right, but maybe to your point, they can sucker. The bigger thing about motion, right? The bigger thing about motion is to try and and and, it, and again, as I one thing that that we ran uh, at Navy that was great effective. We went unbalanced, but mm. we ran away from the unbalanced because the unbalanced eye candy makes you overload that side with defenders mm-hmm. and then you can be effective. We we were great with our fullback going backside opposite of the unbalanced line. And again, that's what that's all you're hoping to do with the window dressing. In other words, if Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence see the man oh, motion that way, we're going to slant as defensive linemen in that direction. But if the play that Scott Turner calls you know, goes to the backside. Maybe you take advantage of those guys slanting that way mm-hmm. away from where you're going to run the ball, and you can pop and get a big gain in a situation like that. So that's that's all. Those are the different things that you're trying to get with some of the window dressing. And let's face it, you get a guy on the move, he's a lot harder to cover on the move because that DB now or linebacker or safety is moving laterally mm-hmm. where the other guy is going to have some momentum to be able to turn it up quickly and go forward. And you, you can't necessarily plan on what route that guy's going to run. You get so many more options when a guy's on the move. It's what I love about Canadian football. we got 60 guys moving at the snap. Makes for some entertaining route running out there with some of the wide receivers. Let's go out to Little. What's up, Little? Hey, hey, Keith, thank you for taking my call. Hey, you just, you just put the gravy on the filet mignon. You know, with all those weapons we got, man. Wait, 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 wait. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, Little. Hang on, Little. Did you just say gravy on filet mignon? I just say, hey, yeah, they got some dog gravy for it, man. But look, well, hang, hang on a second, little, the, wait, wait, little, 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 little. Hang on, hang on. Gravy on filet? You would put gravy on filet mignon, really? <laughs> yeah, I put some A one sauce oh, on it. Oh no, little! <laughs> I'm so yeah, disappointed you go, in that, you, that, little. You feel me? But look, look, we 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 got that new Waha steak burger down in fact. I'm gonna I'm be quiet about that, though. But look, uh, I know. just the keto, Pete. This the key, man. We got both our defense ends, man. They got the spy. They got the spy. And they told us this in high school. What you do is you don't you 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 phantom rush them. You stand up and you watch where you going at, and you and you come at them hard up the middle. We got two defensive tackles, fellas, that can bring the pressure. But my key to it is if you keep the old time off the field, Boston, because they gonna go right at them. Yep. On third down, and you bring my man. They they have, they have and we ain't seen Shaka Tony yet. Let's bring him in there, man. Try to get that pressure up the middle. And give me 15 plays that Heineke do best. And I will keep him under the center. And I go right at him, Pete, with the no huddle. And when we get inside the 40, we pound him. That's the key to winning this game, gentlemen. God bless y'all. Stay up. Appreciate you, Little. I mean, look, it, it, this a man, as Doc Walker famously says, this is a manhood issue. It's a manhood issue this week. This is about you sensing the having the sense of urgency that you can get to eight five and one and put yourself in a great position for the postseason and show people that this six one and one run is no fluke. Okay? This is about lining up this week. This is where this team has come up small in the past. In games like this against this particular team as well. They again I mean hell, this is a giant team in the past that's had nothing to play for and given Washington a headache. Now the Giants' season is on the line, potentially, mm-hmm. in this game. And you know they're going to come in and play with a sense of urgency. Their pride is hurt after being embarrassed last week. The week before they played Washington the first time, their pride was hurt because Dallas kind of got the best of them 
in a, in a very aggressive way. Final score wasn't as close as the game against Dallas would indicate. And they played a great game against Washington, despite a very tough first six minutes of the game for the Giants, where they spotted Washington an easy 10 points. You know, Washington was life and death just to get a tie in that game. You have to expect the Giants' best effort this week. You have to match that that intensity. You have to match that desperation that New York is going to play with. And if you don't, New York's going to come in here and break your heart like they've done many times in the past. Think about the miracles you've needed a couple times here. Last year, you needed them to jump offside to get a chance to kick a field goal. And whether they did or not was still is still You needed Taylor Heineke to yeah. pull a fourth and four out of his rectum <laughs> to, to keep a drive alive and get a tie earlier this year. Or yeah. we'd be talking about a completely different yeah. scenario no, coming right. into this game you're right. this week. 301-230-0980. One more segment of calls. Dumb Dumb of the Day is 25 minutes away right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just more elite musical performance. Mm-hmm. Prince, as good as it gets Ooh. in the history of music. I mean, that instrumental right there. It's one of the more identifiable. You yeah. know exactly what song that is before anyone utters a lyric whatsoever. What song is it? Do you really... You, you and I embraced in a kiss. The sweat of your body, you know, covers me. Want, Can you, I, my darling? I, I like Can it all. Can you picture just, this? I like it all. I'm not giving you a kiss. Yeah. Courtyard violets in blue. I mean, come on, come on, Russell. Don't 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 embarrass Prince fans. You know, I mean, the the, the lyrics of Prince and his music are the some of the greatest. And look, we start talking about top five ever. You know, Mount Rushmore's of music. Prince is involved. 
the mayor the mayor of Minnesota is involved. I was just I was just wanting you to give our audience for those that aren't familiar with the answer to the question. That's all. I I wasn't trying to challenge you or 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 diminish the heat, the heat between me and you. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. An 18th job for Medhurst. There you go. Backup vocals. I don't know about that. Michael McDonald, greatest backup vocalist of all time. But I'm not Michael McDonald. 301-230-0980. Back but to the phones. You did go to a McDonald's yesterday morning. Uh, I did, yes. Ross Tucker and I got our sausage McMuffins with egg. I went to a McDonald's this morning on the way in and picked up a Frosty Diet Coke, mm-hmm. which is what I told you I wanted yesterday that I didn't get. It was so... It remains the hardest thing in the world to be overweight and to be have it constantly rubbed in you, in your face. That, but at least you're drinking so, diet coke. I, I know that's but, a start. You're that, not like me drinking the well, regular high I, test. I stuff. also had a bagel too. That's okay. But I'm I'm just saying, constantly rubbed in your face that good tasting food is abundant, not always cheap, but sometimes cheap. Taco Bell. Abundant and always, always, like, I don't know how people are thin. You know, like, you're not thin, but you're not me. You're you're fine. You're normal. I'm active. He's thin. Oh, he's got a I, cupcake. I would, oh, you got a cupcake? Uh, boy. I, I mean, there are thin people around here. Doc is like, I'm like, Doc, you want a bagel? He goes, nah, man. He goes, I, I can't look like you. It is, you know, like he does his doc thing, right? Meanwhile, he's chomping on a Bethesda bagel uh, sandwich. Former right? tight end. He's like, I can't do the bread thing, whatever. Doc's like, you know, real thin. I, I, it's so hard to, to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I have no problem staying away from booze. I, I mean, I had a bunch. I, I had a couple of cocktails last Thursday and Friday night in Philadelphia. It's the first time I drank in months. I have, n- I, I had no problem quitting smoking. I, the last cigarette I had, you smoked? Yeah, at one oh. point, December two thousand five. Wow, was the last time I had a cigarette. I smoked for like fifteen years. Surprised? Not when you a were lot, but but regularly. Surprised? Yes. Surprised that working for the football organization in Washington didn't uh, send you back to yeah, I mean, smoking camels. I mean, it. Let me tell you something. It it. I mean, it wore every ounce. But of didn't you that didn't I you have. get tired of smelling like a walking well, camel sure, sure. every time? I mean, you... I mean, that was you know that was part of it. In addition to oh by the way, fatso. Uh, I'm surprised you know, Russell doesn't have these deep pipes from smoking camels. <laughs> like uh, these, I could do these. Friday morning huge show. Yeah, the Saturday night huge show. <laughs> back to the phones we go. 301-230-0980. Oh, I got my computer back. Talking keys to this puppy on Sunday. Jeff in Vienna wants to talk about that player. What's up, Jeff? A uh, couple unrelated topics since you guys brought him up. Uh, 2016 or 2017, Prince went on a spree of playing these pop-up shows. And like on a Thursday... I got to notice Prince will be at the Warner Theater tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Buy your ticket. And I got in, and there was an early show and a late show. And Stevie Wonder had been at the White House that day back when Obama was the president. The late show apparently went till 3.30 in the morning. Wow. With Stevie Wonder on stage with Prince. Believe that. Jeez. What? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> oh, next time I'm getting the late show tickets. <laughs> and Chris, you talk about smoking camels. I, I used to 
play or follow around with the dead. And a couple times I got to meet Jerry. His fingernails were yellow to the yeah. core. <laughs> non animals, man. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It was gross. I, the first time I shook his hand, I was like, well, I don't. Am I going to get cancer just from shaking his hand? <laughs> <laughs> it's like secondhand. Another, hey, but you know what, though, Jeff? Another musical genius. It, it's, it's another way to describe oh. secondhand smoke. You know, Jeff? I, I, I spent years and years backstage traveling around with that circus. So I'll, I'll tell you. Did the you ever see Bill Walton when you were out uh, at that all, circus? All the time. Yeah. All the time. When they were here at RFK or Cap Center or whatever. Every freaking politician from Capitol Hill would be backstage trying to trying to get in on the circus. What what, what exactly did you do? Um, like, a buddy of mine. We we followed them around for years, and a buddy of mine got to be really good friends with the woman ah. who ran the board. And from like eighty five on, we were probably backstage at like ninety percent. Oh, of the nice. Shows. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Interesting stuff. We so, should just start calling you like instead instead of my buddy Lenny the Legend. I'm just going to call you Jeff, the uh, Jeff the not Jeff the Gigolo. Jeff uh, the Legend. Yeah, Jeff the Legend. How about that? It, it, it just it, rhymes. It just fits automatically. There's Lenny the Legend and Jeff the Legend. If my parents knew how many times in college they called and I was in Portland, Maine, or Boston, or Madison Square Garden, no, he's in the library, Mr. S- Mrs. Smith. Don't, he'll, he'll get back. <laughs> he's in the library. Yeah. Pete, Pete, I'm sorry you had to watch that game last night. You're right about the Infinity Center. It is a really, really good place. Um, I think at one point in the first quarter, we had 12 turnovers and eight points, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um UCLA is really good, and the, you know the Xfinity Center was Debbie's last kiss off to the university when we had a 25-year rights naming deal, and she took all the money up front and spent it in one year. So that was the probably the last straw that led to Debbie not being the AD anymore. <laughs> yep, no doubt, so, no doubt. Yeah. They're and in a better. Chris I mean, even, even though I don't, you know, even though I'm not quite sold on. Everything going on over there right now from that, they are in a much better place right now than they were, you know, at the end of Debbie's tenure. So, yeah, and you and I talked about that extensively at the Nats game, and we're on the same page. So, uh, Chris, I'm going to ask you my weekly question Chase Young, yes or no on Monday? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but very, 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 very limited. Like 10 plays or less? Yeah, I would say so. And I'd probably venture a guess third and eight plus. Just got to get him on the field. He's got to get on the field so he can convince himself that he can play. That's the key. Absolutely. It's all mental at this point in time, Pete. Yep. No doubt. It's all mental. um, All right. You guys enjoy the rest of this rainy day. Appreciate you, pal. (laughs) Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate you. Let's go to line three. Skips in D.C. What's up, Skip? Hey, guys. Hey, Skip. Uh, First of all, Prince was the greatest all-around performer ever, if you count singing, playing multi-instruments, stage performer, as far as dancing and all of that and putting on a great show, writing songs, Mm -hmm. and just the quality of the music, as you all said. If you put all that together, he was the greatest. There's others, there's bands, you know, the Beatles and all that, 
that, you know, they did what they did as far as songwriting and all that. But just in terms of one person being an all-around great performer. Yep. So next thing is Chris with the food. You know, diet soda is not that much better than a regular soda in reality. As far as the uh, yeah, ingredients in yeah. it and, and how bad they are. I, I hear you. I, I understand. But, but here, here's what I would say. Clearly, I would be better drinking water. But yes. to me, I'm, this is me. I'm better okay. off drinking diet soda with all the chemicals than having 70 grams of sugar per can. True. Okay, but it's 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 not really that great for you. No, 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 no. Way. I would never I would never claim for it to be great for me or good. I mean, water would be great for me, and I drink a lot of water. The problem is, is I like something in the water most times, unless I'm really, really thirsty, i.e., at the gym or you know after eating something really salty or whatever. I I just I I like a lot of sugar-free type stuff. I don't drink anything with sugar in it, so. You know, I, I just like different flavors and different varieties and all that. And, you know, well, like you and I talk about the sparkling water all the time. There are alternatives to colas, though, that you can put additives in, no, you know, know. In, in drinks. I, okay. But I, anyway, I, I on to the football. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest key to this game is eliminating chunk plays that the Giants got in the last game. I think St. Juice will help if he returns. Is he going to be back for he this game? He is. They expect him to be, but that is not guaranteed. Well, that'll make a difference because the other guy that was I in agree. there, God bless him. But I agree. He, okay. I so agree. That, now, Christian, you know, I mean, Christian Holmes gave up two big plays in that game. One was on the 55-yarder to Slayton who pushed off. Should have been offensive pass interference. And one on the touchdown inside the red zone to Hodgins who just ran a just gorgeous route. I wasn't – like, they seem to be harder on Christian Holmes than I was on uh, last Sunday. I mean, listen, I'm not telling you he played well. He didn't. But uh, – but I thought the two biggest plays he gave up were, were almost impossible asks. And is there any way to keep uh, Daniel Jones under control? Is it like a spy situation or just to keep him from getting those long runs because those are killers uh, for us for the last three years? Bostic, to me, is not the guy to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would say Forrest and or Curl, probably the guy that has to – not necessarily be assigned specifically to him, but one of those two guys has to be in the area. So if if he starts to leak out on third down, you got to put your Rydell right between his yeah. sternum. Skip, we're getting a lot of uh, feedback, so we're going to let you go. Appreciate it, as always. You're right. This is not one of those games where you go, your only assignment is to watch Daniel Jones. Because that can get but, you in trouble, too. But – you can't also, and you mentioned, I think it was pre-show, maybe it was post uh, during the show. Uh, Daniel Bellinger is now back, yeah, and and he's a guy that can hurt you. He made some grabs in the first game between the two teams, and he, he was and, really I mean, good before his his injury. Yeah, I mean, he and Hodgins, he yep. and Hodgins were guys that Daniel Jones found, yep, fairly conveniently in that game. Bellinger but, is not somebody that's going to wow you by his athleticism, no, but, it, it but he goes seems back to, to the be point, pretty darn yeah. reliable. I mean, it goes back to the point we were talking to Danielle McCartan from WFAN yeah. in, the, in the beginning of the show today, talking about the Giants, is the fact that Daniel Jones has the numbers he has. The last two years combined now, he's only thrown nine interceptions. Mm-hmm. So that's a positive for him. He's not fumbling as much. And 
he's doing it with cockroach weapons. I mean, he's doing it with borderline, like Danielle said, practice squad level weapons. Somebody has to suit up for the team. His top guy has one of the highest drop rates in the NFL. Now, we saw that on display last year. If he makes a catch, Washington loses. He's wide open. What did he do? He dropped the ball. So, you know, that's that that's the Russian roulette you play. Man up against Slayton. He can win the route a lot of times. And if he makes the catch, mm-hmm. he can hurt you. The problem is he's 50-50 in terms of making the catch. So, I don't know if you want to play that kind of, you know, Russian roulette type game. You can go ahead and try it. But certainly Daniel Jones has been more accurate, and he's turned the ball over less, and his legs have certainly hurt Washington. 301-230-0980. Burgundy and gold is 18 minutes away. Dumb Dumb of the Day is five minutes away. Right now, it's time to find out what's trending. All right, the Commanders uh, on the practice field over in Ashburn inside the bubble with all the rain coming down. We'll try and get you some injury reports here in just a couple of moments as the boys just come out. Meanwhile, uh, this was greeted as not great news, but Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay uh, said on Wednesday that he isn't ready to oust Dan Snyder out just yet as owner of the Commanders, wants to discuss the possibility with other NFL owners, saying that he has not changed his stance from a couple of months ago. He did admit he's not ready to vote him out, but he needs to hear more from other NFL owners, and getting information remains the key. Tonight, Thursday night football, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, Lumen Field in Seattle. It's a big NFC West matchup between the 7-6 and six and desperate Seattle Seahawks in the eighth spot in the NFC playoff race behind the Giants and the Commanders against Brock Purdy. And the San Francisco 49ers, who are the commander's next opponent. Pre-game coverage, Westwood won 7.30, and the kickoff right around 8.15. And over on 106.7, the fan, can tonight be the night? Alex Ovechkin and the Caps return home against the Dallas Stars. He is one goal away from tying Gordie Howe at 8.01, and of course two goals away from becoming second on the all-time goal-scoring list in NHL History as the Caps look for win number six in a row. 1067 The Fan and the Odyssey app coverage of this potential momentous night at 645. And that's what's trending. Your boys had to do a little more homework tonight. Got the Rosecroft Freehold Drivers Challenge. Drivers from Freehold Raceway coming down to drive against Rosecroft's top drivers tonight. 7.15 post time. Our jackpot high five, Russell. Yeah. The jackpot is up to $26,906. Mm. So they're going to, I mean, even with all this rain, they're oh, going to yeah. go at it? This isn't like baseball. Rain, rain or shine, snow, you watch the tracks in Canada and like Northfield out in Ohio this time of year, it's snowing and they race. No. So no, look, pro- no problem. It with the is horses. a disaster for the announcer though, because the driver's colors get all covered up in mud right. and you know, it just means Pedro's got to concentrate a little bit harder. Coming up tonight, so less Thursday night football, less Capitals. I'll have I'll have Cap. We, no, Mary Horn and I will definitely have the Capitals on. She makes sure that the people upstairs have Capitals on the TV for us. So 
We'll definitely have that on tonight. Right, but you can't focus like maybe. Eh, you, know. you know, we got 20 minutes in between races. Okay. We were watching OV score all those goals the other night. All right. So that was a lot of fun to watch. It would suck if Ovi scored like 801 and then 802 during two races. But you know what, though? I'm just happy Joe B gets, if it happens tonight, Joe B gets to call it. I felt bad the other night that he did not get to call. No, we mentioned that. At least John Walton got to call it, but. Um, I mean, if you think about it, Joe B and Locker have been screwed so many oh, big moments because 100%. of, you know, but this is the pro- the price you pay for being a TV broadcaster as opposed to the radio. I mean, John and John does a great job, obviously. He's gotten to call all the biggest moments, uh, yeah. you know, for the most part, except if there was a big moment that I'm not aware of when he's been doing national work, which he's done. Uh, over the years, uh, I think that's kind of sort of wrapped up now that uh, the hockey is with ESPN and TNT as opposed to NBC. But I, I, I maybe I'm missing something. But my point being is, is yeah, I mean when you're when you're the radio, I mean it's like Charlie and Dave. They got to call the World Series. Yep. Carp- Carpenter did not. Yep. Uh, nor nor the postseason. So you know? it kind of sucks, but. I mean, uh, you know, again, that's the, you know, I'm hoping that Ovi does it in a game for NBC Sports Washington. Uh, so Joe B gets to have that call with Locker because, I mean, th- those are the guys that are with the team all the time. And uh, clearly one of the top pairings. We're so blessed around here, man. We've got some of the best uh, in their respective sports here in this area. None of them would ever be on Chris Russell's. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. On Russell and Medhurst. Oh, yes, indeed. Dateline, Phoenix, Arizona. Mmm. Rattlesnake country. Mmm. Home of the Phoenix Suns. One of the best teams in the NBA. Home of the Arizona Rattlers, one of the greatest indoor football franchises in the history of Western civilization. Home of the Arizona Coyotes, who play in a 4,000-seat arena on campus at Arizona That is correct, my friend. And home of our dum-dum of the day. Woo! Yes. Imagine this, Pedro. <clears throat> You're a police officer in the great city of Phoenix. You're a lawman. You're doing your civil duty, right? You've made it to the top of your profession or, I guess, you know, to your achieved desire in your profession. Freeze, police. And then you get suspended. Uh-oh. Hmm. And you are under an investigation. You don't want to know why? Do you want to know why? Tell us why, Chris, that a police officer got suspended. Well, Christian Gogans, Mm. G-O. Sounds like he wasn't much of a Christian. A-N-S. Christian Gogans is facing an internal investigation for making and distributing... Pornography. Mm. While he was assigned to work from home and on the clock. Must have been searching women in badges. Now, I I thought you were going to hit me with a what? (laughs) Or that they called the chicken police on me. (laughs) But (laughs) Ric Flair will do. (laughs) So, So apparently... Mr. Gogans, police officer Gogans, was making, as it's described, extremely graphic porn videos and uploading them to a public Twitter page. He had apparently been traveling to and from Las Vegas, 
producing, starring, and then posting these pornographic videos to said public Twitter page, which is no longer public anymore, under the name... You want to guess what his porn name was? Long Limb of the Law. It was... (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, man. It was not... Uh, I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> LDS. Does anybody know who I'm yes. referring to when I say LDS? That would be long rhymes with wrong and silver. <laughs> exactly. I just I just didn't want to say it just in case. No, his poor name was Rico Blaze. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a poor name. <laughs> you know what you should did what music did you come out of come out with? Uh, that was Genuine Pony. Very nice. You know what you should have come out with? Rico Suave. <laughs> Rico Blaze <laughs> is under investigation. Confirmed by the Phoenix Public uh, Information Officer because he was required to call in once daily from home. However, he would not. And uh, again, when he was on the clock, he was instead making porn. So police or reporters started poking around uh, and he wouldn't answer his door. He wouldn't answer his phone, but he knew people were on to him. So he finally switched the Twitter page from public to private. He apparently began making porn in 2019. He joined the police force in 2020. So Rico Suave, Rico Blaze, if you need to... uh, Check it out. Do some research. Do some show prep. Rico Blaze is the name you're looking for. You are special. Congratulations. You're Chris's dumb dumb of the day. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Yes, indeedy. The long limb of the law reaching out, making it happen, entertaining and stopping the bad guys. All in one fell swoop. That'll do it for us. We are back tomorrow. We'll get your thoughts, who wins, who loses, what the numbers are, and all tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, final injury reports as well as Washington gets set for the New York Giants. And hopefully, Alexander Ovechkin continues to rise in the record books in the NHL. All that and more coming up tomorrow. Mike Mayock joins us tomorrow as well to preview Commanders and Giants right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 